0: it's really important to not be silent if you hear something that you're you're unsure of what they meant for example if you're touring an assisted living If they say something about caregivers and ratios, you know, say, okay, let's back it up. What exactly does that mean? Or what does it mean to do the medication pass? Or just if you just don't understand a term or whatever, that's what they're there for. They want to answer those questions and make sure you have a really good feel for the community and if it's a fit for your family member. Ask about meals, ask about special diets, ask about activities, transportation, Is it 10-mile radius to a doctor? Will they take to Kroger's? You know, how does their transportation work? Like I said, if it's assisted living or memory care, you're going to ask questions about care. So if mom is unable to walk, can they do a one-person transfer or two-person transfer and those kind of things? Welcome to Aging in Style with me, Lori Williams. I'm an optimist by nature, and I believe you can follow your dreams at any age. My grandmother's journey with dementia ignited a passion in me to work with seniors. I've spent the past 13 years learning about seniors and aging. In my mid-50s, I followed my own dream and founded my company where I use my expertise to help seniors locate housing and resources. On this podcast, we cover all aspects of aging. Join us each week to meet senior living experts and inspirational seniors who are following their dreams. The fact is, we're all aging, so why not do it in style? Hi guys, welcome to today's podcast. So on today's show, our topic is tips on touring. So over the last few episodes, we've really talked about a lot of things that kind of lead up to touring. So in episode 21, we talked about red flags to look for during holiday visits. So those are the kind of things when you go home to visit your parents or senior loved ones that maybe you're noticing that they're not socializing like they should, they seem very lonely and depressed, or, um, you know, maybe the house is not The way it normally was kept, Um, so maybe there's just you know some things going on. So be sure and go back and listen to that episode if you haven't listened already, because there's a lot of good tips on what to look for. So once you see you know what's going on, and maybe see okay there is a there is an issue we need to look into. The next step is going to be touring. We also talked in episode twenty three about how senior living is adapting to COVID. Because at this time, when you think about senior living and touring, I guarantee you the question is coming up, well, what about with COVID? Can we go in and look? Or you know, are people, is it okay still to move in? Um, We get all those questions every day. And yes, there are so many protocols in place that it is safe to go to senior living. But yes, I mean, there are people that do get COVID in senior living, unfortunately. But they may have gotten COVID going to the grocery store. So it's just it's kind of one of those things. um, You know, you kind of have to weigh what's going on with them. If they're home, isolated, lonely, depressed, maybe disoriented. I, I mean, it's, you could leave them in that situation. But they're going to do better in a senior community where they're going to have nutritious meals, there's going to be socialization, they're going to have someone to make sure they're taking their medication, or, you know, if they have dementia, that there's somewhere where they're safe and cared for. So just wanted to put that out there that you have to weigh the benefits and, and what's, what's happening with your senior loved one okay so that said in this episode we're going to tie everything together so you've gone home you've seen mom and dad uh notice that there's something going on there is there is an issue and let's talk about senior living so you're not sure what they need you don't know do they need independent living do they need assisted living do they need memory care or residential care home and all this is probably new to you and you don't know the terminology um, and what's going to be the best fit Plus you throw into that, that there are so many like independent living communities that maybe some offer three meals, some offer two meals. Again, what is going to be the right fit for their needs and the best fit for their budget? So our number one tip is to contact a local senior placement service. I cannot stress that enough because I have run into so many people who have just spent so much time either, you know, looking at the wrong type of place, maybe their cousin's aunt lived in a nursing home. Well, if your mom just needs an independent living community, a nursing home is not where she needs to be. Uh, I say this all the time that, you know, you can Google and find all types of senior living communities, but they're not going to be the right type you know, for what you're looking for. And I, I gave an example. And one of the podcast uh, gentlemen I'm working with now, he just needed independent living. He needed a place where he could get three meals a day and have socialization. That's it. And in the area he was looking, there were two that fit his budget and his needs. So he kept questioning me, though. And he said, Lori, I just googled and I found 19 senior communities in the area. And you know, we had to sit there and go, okay, here's what's going on. There may be 19 that came up in your Google search, but let's take a look at them. Four are nursing homes, you know, two are memory care, five are assisted livings and memory care. So they just did not fit with what he needed. So that's why I think it's so important to work with a local senior placement service. And I stress local because there are some big companies that are national. And the problem with those is that you may get someone who lives in New York. If you're in Dallas, Texas, what do they know about Dallas, Texas? And I just think it's it's much better that you work with a local source because in the local senior placement service can also hook you up with someone who can if you need to sell a home with a realtor who specializes in seniors, someone who can come in and pack and move you who can do an estate sale who could answer questions about doctors. And again, you know, the reason to work with a local senior placement service, is that these are experts. Um, They educate, they guide you, and they're going to have the resources to make this transition as easy as possible. And that's what we all want. We don't want to be stressed and confused and going on a wild goose chase looking at 20 or 30 different communities that don't fit what you need or your budget. So um, with the local senior placement service, what they're going to do is they're going to ask you a bunch of questions, they're going to narrow down your search. And like I said, they're not going to waste your time. And they're going to ensure that you're you you do not waste money on something you don't need. So this has happened several times in my career where someone has come to me and said, okay, my mom has been living in assistant living for four years. Okay, she's running out of money now all right, so what kind of services was she needing? Well, she just needed meals. We moved her in four years ago, she's been there paying, you know, X amount of money for uh, meals. And that's it. But now she's starting to need some care and we're running out of money. Well, had you talked to an expert, we could have guided you to a less expensive option with an independent living community where she got meals, and could have saved that money until she needed There's all different options. So there are independent living communities where you can get two or three meals a day, and where you can add on some services. So like the first things that and I say this over and over the first things that seniors really need our meals and socialization. Next up is usually someone to remind them to take medication. And we can add that service on in independent living very easily saving you a lot of money until you have needs where you need to go to assisted living. And it's going to cost more. So why not think about the whole timeline, <laughs> you know, kind of figure your budget, what you have, let's stretch it and make it last. So and, and I think or I do know is that That is one of the biggest concerns for seniors is running out of money. So we want to be very cognizant of that and make sure money is going to last and we're going to be smart about what type of senior living community they go to. All right. So that's what, as a local senior placement service, we're going to make sure you're going to the right community for you. Um, help you figure out care needs, your budget, location. A good senior living expert is in and out of their buildings in their area. They know the community. They know if they have availability, what the pricing is, or they can you know easily find out in a you know two minute telephone call. They know what questions to ask and they know who to talk to because. Um, If you call a community, they're not going to tell you all that information because they want you to come in and look and see the community. So let us just narrow that, fine tune the list down for you. So again, a good senior expert will have information on the pricing, on any specials that are going on, events, activities, anything that match your family member. Um, So say you're mom loves gardening and playing bridge. Okay, that narrows down. I know a great community with a beautiful garden in the location you're looking and within the budget. So uh, the other thing is a good local service is not going to overwhelm you with say 20, 30 communities to go tour. And unfortunately, I hear this all the time. Someone will call me and they've already hooked up with someone else, a national company, and they've been sent 30 places to look. That is not a help. So uh, my goal when I work with a family is to really get to know you or your loved one, fine tune that list down to maybe two or three to begin your search. Usually we find a match in that two to three. Sometimes you may have to come back and say, yeah, you know, I, I didn't really love this one and I'm willing to expand my search out a little further and we may have some other options for you. But typically pretty good about, you know, in that first two to three communities finding a good match. Okay, so tips on touring number two, who is touring? If it's independent living and we've fine-tuned it down to two or three, I would probably go ahead and take, you know, mom and dad to go look. If you're looking more for like assisted living or memory care, maybe you go pre-tour those. Go take a look yourself and then, you know, fine-tune it down to the top probably like top two or top one, and then take them. And the reason why is that if they do have some dementia um, or just have a lot of mobility issues, it may be really hard for them to go in and tour make it confusing for them um, if they have dementia you know, obviously you're making the decision for them. But if there's like a little bit of confusion, a little short-term memory loss, I think it's fine to have them include it in the tour touring process as well. Um, just as long as you're not overwhelming and taking them to lots of communities. So pre-touring and kind of narrowing it down makes a lot of sense. Number three, when I think visual inspection, this is the term I would use. So you walk in, or you drive up to the community check it out you know look at the parking lot look at the grounds the landscaping if it's unkempt that would you know probably give me pause make me wonder what's going on here so you want to you know it should be well maintained when you walk inside it should be clean smell nice very welcoming you know if i smelled anything that was offensive (laughs) that would probably you know cause me some concern number 4 and i think this is so so important speak up on your tour speak up guys ask questions ask tons of questions as they pop in your head just ask ask away it's really important to not be silent if you hear something that you're you're unsure of what they meant it's so important to to really understand what the community is offering so for example if you're touring an assisted living You want to ask questions. If they say something about caregivers and ratios, you know, say, okay, let's back it up. What exactly does that mean? Or what does it mean to do the medication pass? Or just, you just don't understand a term or whatever. Just be sure and ask. That's what they're there for. They want to answer those questions and make sure you have a really good feel for the community and if it's a fit for your family member. Ask about meals. Ask about special diets. Ask about activities. Transportation. Is it 10 mile radius to a doctor? Will they take to Kroger's? You know, how does their transportation work? Um, and again, like I said, if it's assisted living or memory care, you're going to ask questions about care. So if mom is unable to walk, can they do a one person transfer or two person transfer? And those kind of things we do talk about as an advisor when we're coming up with a list of communities. But those are just some things that, that may come up as you're, as you're touring especially if maybe your mom has um, a neurological disease or something that is going to get worse over time. Maybe she can walk now, but down the road, what's going to happen if she needs more assistance? So that's those are the type of questions you should definitely be asking and just feel comfortable because nobody wants to move into a community and then have to move out six months or a year later. I mean, the goal is to find a place that's a good fit where you can age in place. Okay, special note, right now during COVID, you will wanna ask about their COVID policy. This is always changing, (laughs) just the fun that it is with COVID right now. That was sarcasm. But many assisted livings are still doing virtual tours. So you may have to do a virtual tour and not be able to go in. So you're gonna wanna ask the questions like, what does it look like with visitation? You know, just have you had COVID cases? I mean, just ask those questions. Again, speak up, ask whatever's on your mind and they will answer those questions for you. All right, tip number five, interact with all staff and residents. And what I mean by that with the staff is, it's really important to talk to everyone and meet everyone. So you want to meet the executive director. That is the person who is in charge of the building, managing everything. If there's an if there's a problem, that's who you want to talk to. When you're doing the tour, you're talking to the salesperson who is going to educate you on the building and, and help you make that decision. But once you're done with the salesperson, it's really if you ever have an issue, it's the executive director who you will speak to. So you do want to meet them and see what they're like, you know, they should be friendly, they should be courteous. So these are just kind of the things you're looking for. I would ask to meet the activities director, I think that's really important to uh, talk to that person, because they're the one who's in charge of all the activities that are going on events, games, the socialization piece that is so very important to seniors. Next up, talk to the chef you know, in most communities I've ever been in, actually in all communities, the chef loves to come and talk to you and talk about the food. And again, the two things which I mention all the time and did earlier is that meals and socialization, that is those are the two most important things to seniors. So talk to the chef, talk to if you're an assistant living, talk to caregivers, um, meet the aides, talk to housekeepers. Everyone you meet, you're looking that they're going to be friendly, courteous, and taking time to answer your questions. Also, we're gonna talk about the residents. So do they look engaged and energized? Do they come up and talk to you and say, hey, we love it here. Uh, when I've worked in a senior living community, you know, I I loved it when the seniors who lived there would come up and say something. And I had this uh, one gentleman, I've talked about him before, Bob, who I absolutely adored. And he was this kind of crusty old military guy. Um, Super, super fun guy. And of course, you never knew what he was going to say. I used to call him dirty old man, because he always told dirty jokes. So but he was quite a character and very entertaining. Um, But he would always he would see me on a tour with a prospective resident, and he would always come up and he would say, you know, this is a great community. This is why I moved here because my wife passed away. I was lonely by myself. I moved here and I've made great friends. And I want to say he had lived in the community for like eight years. So it was it was great to have him come up and you know, tell his experience about living in the community. And I know that that helped many prospective residents feel comfortable, because they're talking to a peer. I mean, I'm the salesperson, right? I can tell you about the building, but I don't live there. I'm not 82 years old, and I'm not experiencing it. So it's so important to to talk to residents. And if you're in a good community, they want you to talk to the residents. They encourage that as you're walking down the hall and there's one you know, walking by and they stop and talk and they should be introducing you to the residents. They should know their names as well. So um, those are all things to really look for. Um, Another thing is, most communities will have what they call a resident ambassador program. And these are great because they actually will buddy up a new resident with um, a resident who is part of this ambassador program. And what's nice about that is, I mean, nobody, no matter your age, if you are 14, or you are 94, it's kind of intimidating to walk into a dining room and know no one. So the the purpose of the ambassador program is you have a buddy to take you into the dining room, to take you into games and activities. And, you know, you know someone, You maybe you just met them, but you know them and you feel comfortable instead of walking in on your own and trying to, you know, figure things out. So basically, they're just going to show you the ropes and come to your door and say, hey, you know what, we've got... Um, Farkle is starting in 10 minutes in the activity room, you want to go and you know, then you have a buddy to go with you. So that's really, really important. Um, also ask about assigned seats in the dining room. Um, a lot of times, especially in assistant living, they'll match someone up at a table. So like maybe if it's a military guy, they may say, hey, we've got a table of other guys who are also military and put them together. Go back to episode 25 and I think this would be a really good one to, so that you have an idea of about, you know, what activities in senior living look like. Um, we just did this episode in an independent living community. And I spoke with the resident experience coordinator, also called activities person, they have different titles. But she did an excellent job of talking about um, the purpose of activities and organizing things. And basically, she calls herself Julie from the love boat, because that's really what it's all about. They are um, identifying things that their residents like to do. They're organizing these events and activities. And so be sure to listen to that one. That was episode 25 uh, podcast of the podcast. Um, Okay, ask, like I said, when you're when you're walking around the community, and they introduce you to a resident, ask them, say, What do you like best about living here? Um, You know, ask them questions, get their feedback. Number six, tips on touring, taste the food. Again, important to our seniors are meals. And you want to taste the food and, you know, make sure it's, you know, up to par, something that they're going to enjoy. So have a meal in the dining room. They encourage you to do that. Now we'll say with COVID, it's a little trickier, especially in the assisted living um, communities. But in independent living, most of them right now Are doing where you can come and have a meal. I've always um, suggested to come at lunchtime because that's the biggest meal and that's when most seniors come out to the dining room. It's usually full, but it it does two things. One, you get to try the food and have the experience, um, you know, how they order, or their menus, you know, how how they're working it. Um, And then also, it lets you see a good idea of who the residents are, what they're like, the ones who live in this community, and if it feels like a fit. So that's super important. Taste the food, see the residents, gives you a good feel for the community. And, um, you know, and ask the chef, and this is usually when you get to meet the chef too, but ask the chef about alternative menus. Like if you're, if you don't like what's being served for lunch, can you get you know something else usually they have a you know another an alternative menu so there you could get a hamburger you could get a salad or a baked potato and chicken breast but this is a good idea to really ask those questions and this is a great opportunity you're sitting there in the dining room so you can ask all those questions number 7 really really important after touring so, you've gone there, you've visited the communities. Uh, I suggest taking notes. Also, they're going to give you flyers and different things about the community. When you get back home, speak with your senior placement advisor. I love it. And I encourage my families I work with to call me or I will call them. I know when they're touring. So, if they're touring, you know, 10 a.m. on a Monday morning, I'm going to give them a call that afternoon and say, okay, how did it go? What did you think? You know, give me your feedback. And that's so important because you may have questions that you didn't think of when you were there. You may have visited, you know, two or three communities and now you're like, well, I, I you know, let's see who, which community do I like best? And it's good to have someone who's a sounding board and kind of can talk that through with you and help you narrow that down. Number eight, and this is the last tip on touring. And it's just really simple. Go with your gut. I mean, just go with which community felt right, which one felt comfortable. And I use this example all the time with people. So personally, my husband and I have bought three homes. And every time we would go looking for a house, you know, we'd walk in like, okay, this one's nice. We like this. But you know, we always knew all three times, we walked into the one that we're like, ha, this is it, this is the one. So it's kind of like that. You walk into a community and you know, it's pretty, it's nice, but eh, not really the right one. Then you walk into one that you're like, yes, this is it. I can see living here, this feels comfortable, this feels like me. And I always like to caution people, especially the adult children, when you're looking at communities think of your parents what what they're comfortable with because sometimes especially if they're in their late 80s or 90s you know maybe the big fancy modern contemporary ones aren't their style maybe for you yeah you know I walk in I like modern and contemporary and you know I that's yeah, I would totally be down for that. But maybe, you know, your 94 year old mom really likes a chintz, you know, floral covered couch, and that just makes her feel comfortable. And that's okay. So that's um, the beauty of senior living is there's a there's options out there. There's some older communities, which are lovely. There are the brand new communities, which are lovely. Again, it's just going to come down to your gut feeling and personal preference just what feels right to to you or to your loved one. So having worked in senior living for almost 14 years, as I have, um, you know, both working in in a community and as a senior placement advisor, I really of all these tips, the best tip that I can give you is to reach out to an expert, an expert can save you so much time and money, as I said, with the case of, you know, moving into a community like an assisted living when maybe the person really just needed an independent living so uh, i think um it's really smart to speak with a local senior placement service if you're in the dallas fort worth area and you're ready to begin your search Please contact me through my website. I am happy to educate you and, you know, hold your hand through this process and help you find the right community for yourself or your family member. And if you would like a PDF of these eight tips that we've discussed, please go to my website. It's lauriewilliams-seniorservices.com. And also be sure and go back and listen to the podcast that I mentioned. So episode 21, talking about the red flags to look for when you're home visiting And number 23, when we talked about how senior living is adapting to COVID, I think that's really important because a lot of people have questions about that. And number 25, which was activities in senior living. So you'll know what a really good, vibrant activities looks like in the senior community. So and then again, if you have any questions, please go to my website, Lori. Lori, Lori Williams Senior As always, thank you for listening and be sure to share my podcast with your friends and families. We'll talk to you next week. Bye bye.